Hey everybody, thanks for joining me here at the Silicon Slopes Live podcast for the weekly update and market report to let you know what's going on in the real estate world as well as what's going on in our little corner of Utah. My name's Andrew Diaz. Hey guys, tonight I am heading to the presentation that I was talking to you guys about in the podcast I did with Peter Glon, the principal over at Timberline Middle School. The gentleman that's going to be over there in at Temp High School tonight. Um, what was that guy's name? Karkshner's his last name, but see, this is why I need to write notes down. Mm, there we go, Colin Karchner. So he's going to be speaking tonight at seven o'clock and talking about the effects of social media on our children, um, phone use, small screens, and how to uh, make it a more positive experience. So he's going to be at uh, Temp High School tonight in Orem at seven, and then on March fourteenth, he will be doing some in-class work with the students at Timberline. And then that evening, uh, there'll be another assembly for parents to come as well. So if you can't make tonight, make sure you uh, scratch out March 14th at 7 o'clock at Timberline for yourselves. Um, And I'll update you guys on how tonight went too and and let you know what I think about what he had to say. Um, But I think it's a pretty important message that he's sending there. All right. So that's that's what I'm doing tonight. And... Uh, I wanted to go over a couple of things with what's going on in the real estate world right now. Reuters came out with an article this week um, talking about how we're at a three-year low in the market. Now, anytime you hear or read anything uh, about the real estate market and where, whether it's at its high or it's low or what's going on, I want you guys to always think location, location, location. It, it works in real estate when, when you're determining what kind of peaks and valleys we're seeing as well. It may not be the case uh, in your state or even in your your neighborhood. So uh, it's always good to uh, reach out to the professional that you trust or myself to get an idea. Um, not that you don't trust me, but just throwing my name in the hat. Um, just to make sure that you guys have uh, a good idea of what's going on in your area and how, if any, uh, any of these national um, statistics might be affecting you. Back in the downturn of 0708, like I saw some things starting to happen in California, probably, I don't know, almost a, a year before they hit Utah. So, um, and we, fo- we tend to follow California anywhere from six to 12 months. And last year, uh, around this time, California did have have a bit of a lull, and it continued on through through the summer at certain price points. Um, And uh, longer days on market, uh, less buyers out there in the world uh, in that market area, um, specifically in the uh, East Bay, which was probably one of the most active markets last in the last five years um, of California. And now we will likely see a similar trend happen here. But again, it comes into certain price points. So if you are uh, within, say, a, uh, I'd have to look at the data, um, but I'm guessing somewhere between 
three hundred to four hundred and fifty thousand, you're probably still seeing around a thirty day days on market. Uh, when you start to creep up above half a million to a million, that's going to extend over to a ninety days on market time period um, in certain neighborhoods. And in most of the properties that I deal with in the um, the million dollar plus, those are staying on the market for a long time. The inventory on those have been uh, creeping up over the past couple of years. Uh, people have gone off the market, back on the market, and you'll start to see a continuous day on market on those really starting to reach up. I think there's a few signs of what's going on with the the rates being increased and the fed increasing the rate i'm sure that has something to do with it uh i'm not sure if we're seeing any effects yet from the government shutdown but i'm sure we might see a lagging effect of that uh building has had in our area over the past year or two years in that higher end market a lot of people have come in and they've they've decided to if they have the money to purchase a home over a million dollars in utah uh, a lot of them aren't financing anything, uh, rather they're coming in and just building their own uh, custom home that they want to, so they're purchasing land and then building the custom home. I've seen a lot of that happen all along the Wasatch Front. Uh, that may have an effect on some of the existing home sales um, that are happening. But if you're, like I said, if you're within the, the median price point, you, there's still a significant amount of buyers out there for us here in Utah. Utah's always been very strong in regards to um, employment for the people that can purchase a home in that price point. Uh, I don't see that changing next year. This Well, in 2019 here, I don't see that changing too much. I, I think in those price points, what we're going to see is, is the rate having more of an effect than anything. Uh, but usually that after a rate hike, after a couple of weeks, people get used to that being the number. And, and if they're going to buy a home, they're still going to buy a home overall. So that's kind of where I feel about that right now. I uh, just wanted to address that and I'll, I'll find that uh, link to the Reuters article for you and put it in the show notes on this one. Uh, so you could peruse it on your own and, and read through it and see how that might affect you. One thing I want to start doing is some questions that folks have in regards to real estate. Uh, I'm also an appraiser, so I wanted to um, address some questions that I see over and over again to try to get rid of some confusion that that people might have. So here's a question we got in, uh, first one. So uh, bear with me on how this one comes out. I'll try to edit as I read through it just so you guys get the gist of what what's being asked and, and I can get straight to the answer. So this is from... A gentleman named Ryan says, Hi, Andrew. I had an appraisal completed by you in 2016 for refinance. I'm now looking to get out of my PMI. I figured since uh, real estate prices are high, uh, my home should appraise for more than it did in um, 2016. My question is, can you complete an appraisal based off the appraisal you did back in 2016, or will a complete reappraisal be needed? Um, so, and then he goes into you know, that he hasn't changed anything in the home since then. And wondering if, uh, if I can run, if, if it's, uh, what the cost might be if I don't have to come out there. So here's the thing with, if you are going through a lender, uh, or a credit union, they have their own list of appraisers that are on there through an appraisal management company. So anytime you go through a company where you have a loan officer, they're sending that appraisal order to the appraisal management company. That appraisal management company is who hires the appraisers. So 
the hierarchy is kind of weird because as a uh, member of the public, you hire your loan officer, you say, hey, I want to go get this loan. And he probably charges you a fee for the appraisal. Well, you're not paying the appraiser with that fee. You're paying the appraisal management company. And then the appraisal management company has uh, their own fee that they've negotiated with the appraiser. And because I may or may not be on the list that this gentleman's using, I likely am if he's going to go through the same lender. Uh, but if not, then I couldn't just come out and do a, an open appraisal for him and have him take that report and send it into his loan officer. That won't work. Uh, those are the new, the new guidelines that came in after the market downturn in 2008. Uh, with the Dodd-Frank laws. So um, I hope that makes some sense. There, I, the, the times when you can hire a, an appraisal to do a private party appraisal is if you are doing asset allocation, uh, taxes, anything with taxes or a tax rebuttal. Um, if there is an estate that you need to get valued and it has multiple properties or, or any properties in there, then you can give me a call. We can go through uh, what, it, what all that valuation will entail. If you're going to be listing your home uh, and uh, maybe you want to try to do it on your own, but you want to get a good starting point of where your home values at right now so that you don't miss the mark, um, you can do that as well. But when it comes to any lending, uh, there, a private party appraisal is not going to work for you. So I hope that helps. Okay, some quick, let's also go over some quick news items uh, that's going on around here. So we just got slammed uh, with a really nice storm. I'm excited for uh, spring skiing this year because I feel like we're getting a really good base through January. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard, but the Provo Canyon got shut down overnight because of a, an avalanche. And then just last night, yeah, just last night, Little Cottonwood Canyon got shut down. They were allowed, they allowed people to get off the mountain and get back down into the valley, but they couldn't get anybody else up until this morning around 730. Uh, so, you know, it's, it, it's exciting to get a powder day out there. I understand the, the, the stoke for that, but everybody, please be careful out there. There's already been, uh, unfortunately, an avalanche death in Utah um, and no transponders on, on the victims. So, if you're going to be in the back country, uh, make sure that you have all the necessary gear to get back there. Um, and let's be safe and smart about what we're doing back there. Uh, what else is going on here? I got winter storms coming, winter storms going. Uh, Utah County talent. Ooh, I like this. Let's, what, what do we got going on here? Uh, some of Utah County's uh, top athletic teams in high school. We really do have some really great high schools in Utah County from Timpanogos, Lone Peak, uh, Eagle Mountain has a new one being built out in uh, city center right now. Uh, you know, what's I've always enjoyed, and I, I hope you guys, even, even if you don't have kids playing and you have some time, uh, go and check out some of these, uh, these games, these, that, that the high schools are putting on, uh, the baseball games are always fun. If you're a fan of baseball, um, soccer games, uh, if you have the time, take your kids out. It's time well spent. You hang out with the family, cheer on the local team, and the, the athletes that are out there really appreciate it too. All right, guys. Well, that's it for me. It's just a quick one. I just wanted to come in, say hi, uh, give you a little bit of updates, and um, uh, and also update about the uh, 
the podcast that I had with Mr. Glon and talking about social media with our kids. Oh man, we went out uh, yesterday. We did we did Airborne out in Linden. Oh, that was fun. It's a lot. It was really neat. Uh, if you haven't been to the Airborne in Linden yet, uh, get out there. It's a. I mean, it's just past um, DoTerra, and you can. Uh, they've got couches there. They got massage chairs there for adults. I tried to run around and jump around with my kids for a little bit and realized that uh, my body is no longer, if ever, could handle trampolines at that level. But it was really fun to watch the kids run around and play chase. They've got some uh, dunking basketballs that you can do and foam pits, a huge space for kids if you got little ones under the age of, uh, I think it's under the age of five or under the age of six where where just the little ones that can go so they don't you don't have to worry about them getting uh, bulldozed by an older kid but it's a really neat open space uh so go and check that out if you can the reason i brought it up is we were um, speaking of social media with kids uh, my daughter had some of her friends and they uh jumped in the car we're driving out there and cell phones came out and i had to tell them i said guys no cell phones for the next two hours so they had to put them away, but it was amazing how quickly, and, and I, then I just started to notice like adults, we're doing that too. Like we're not connecting with, with each other when we're going out to dinner or, or we're, you know, coming over for, for family visits. Uh, I, I know this sounds, I, I'm not trying to get on a soapbox or anything, but, um, and I know you've probably thought of it too, uh, but we catch ourselves like, oh, well, let me check and make sure that, uh, you know, I got that like on that last photo I posted. Let's, let's put those things away if we can. I'm, I'm going to keep talking about that because I think it's important. Um, communicating like this or communicating with each other. Um, you know, hopefully we can do that. Have more emails. How about more snail mail? We should write a letter to a friend and say, Hey, how's it going? Hope things are going well. Um, that goes a lot further than a, than a like on Facebook. So even though my Facebook friends, I love you very much. I, I'm really playing with the idea of, of dumping them. And I don't know, frankly, how I'm going to get this podcast out to let you guys know it's there without a social media share. So that's really the only thing I'm wrestling with. So if any of you know, any ideas on how to, uh, man, how to do that, uh, please in the comments, like write down some ideas for me because I would love to dump all of that while still getting my, uh, you know, sharing my own podcast and stuff. I, I'm thinking LinkedIn might be a good opportunity because this is, you know, more, I guess, business related around the area. Um, and that can share to Twitter. I don't go on Twitter, but at least it can share to that, I guess. Uh, I, I know that's probably the wrong way of doing it, but if you guys have any ideas, go ahead and throw a, a comment in the notes for me and, um, we'll see if we can't, uh, get, get me off of social media. Cause I hate wasting time on it too. All right, everybody. We'll have a great rest of your week and I will be uploading the next podcast with Levi Ellis over at Vanderhall Motors very soon. That is a cool place. I'm going to add video and some photos on that one too on the website. Uh, those cars are slick. Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks everybody. Have a good week.